This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Good to be back with you after an interesting weekend of sports. Gordon and I will give you our thoughts on what happened football, basketball, and more on ESPN New York Tonight. Join us at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY98 underscore 7 FM, at Hardesty ESPN. Along with Jake the Snake and Brian the Brain, we're here until Freddie and Fitz at midnight on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Gordon. Larry, what's going on, my friend? Gordon, uh, let me just say this. These two days, if you are a Jet fan, the quarterbacks have not really (laughs) – the quarterbacks that you've seen that used to be Jets and current Jets, it's a struggle, my friend. It's really a struggle. I'm looking at Geno. Geno's been missing folks. You know, Peyton and Eli are just dissecting him to the point. Jet fans say, yeah, we know we've seen this. Yesterday, Sam Darnold gets benched. Gordon, if you're going to have a bad game, I don't care where it is, it can't be a MetLife Stadium if you're Sam Darnold. And obviously, you know, Zach Wilson got injured. Yeah, I mean, the the Darnold one is the one that really is the most glaring, I guess, because that was going up against a bad Giants defense. I mean, how many quarterbacks, how many days on a Monday have we sat here, Tyler Heineke or um, Teddy Bridgewater earlier this year, and talk about, never mind, the Rams, right? The way that they just picked apart the Giants a week ago. And Sam Darnold couldn't get anything going. Nothing. He, he, looked, he looked completely lost. Since that 3-0 start, they've been terrible. Um, now, he did have some plays against the Vikings two weeks ago. Yes, he did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that is a, uh, a tough situation because when he went there, I thought it was a pretty good spot, right? Joe Brady, mm-hmm. offensive, you know, kind of genius mind. Good offensive skill players, but with no Christian McCaffrey and with a step up after the first three weeks of the Jets and the the other teams that they played, boy, it's been a mess. And uh, speaking of messes, it did not get – you know it's bad for the Jets when there's a game that the team gives up so many points that the last time it happened was before Rich Cimini was covering the Jets. Yeah. That's a long time ago. That's a long time. And and just to follow up on what you said about Sam Darnold, if I'm Christian McCaffrey, I'm sending my agent in for a race. Let's renegotiate, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Let's renegotiate. And, you know, that performance, it makes you wonder just how active things will be. You know, the name Deshaun Watson's been out there for a while. The the Dolphins certainly seem like they're the front runners. But if you're the the, the Carolina Panthers and you think that you have maybe a decent team – I don't know how much more time you you might be able to, you know, it would be one thing when we're talking about rookie quarterbacks, you got to give them time. Sam Darnold's not a rookie quarterback no. anymore. And now yeah. he, he almost looks, I mean, he certainly looks as bad as he did with the Jets yesterday. I mean, yeah. you got benched against one of the worst defenses in the sport. It is bad. It was That's bad. bad. It was bad. And here's what's interesting. And the Giants, and you listen to the postgame, and we'll hear from Joe Judge and Daniel Jones in a second. They're all focusing on Daniel Jones' reception. <laughs> like that was the biggest play of the game. What, are yeah. you kidding me? Are you, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what's weird about that? It's almost like when the Giants got to desperation time, even when the game where he got knocked out, it's like all of a sudden now they've opened up the playbook to, to, to plays that they never would have considered earlier. Like, why are you doing it now? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it's because they just have so many guys out, but wouldn't Could those be. plays be even more effective if, you know, you take some risks and you take some chances? I mean, how many weeks have we sat here and screamed about the Giants' offense being so conservative? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's good to see them get a win, although it does. To me, it almost feels like false hope. Yeah. It almost feels like it's counterproductive because if when I'm watching the Giants, look, good, you know, for fans, I'm happy they got a win, right? Yes. You, you need to get a win every once in a while. But it's almost like uh, Red's line from Shawshank about hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can, mm. can drive a man insane. Because yeah. I look at the Giants and I think you need a complete house cleaning. Yep. Maybe not the quarterback, but certainly with the, the GM and certainly, you know, probably the head coach too if you're only going to win five games this year. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like if they go on another kind of mini run like they did last year where they win five, six games with as bad as things started – there might be the tendency to say, you know what, maybe we give it one more year, and I don't, I don't think that that's what they need. Patience is is a virtue, but I don't think it's the right course to take in every situation. I don't think it's the right one for the Giants. No, I agree with you. Uh, here's Joe Judge on the team's win yesterday. You know, so all three phases play together with good complementary football. You know, we're able to go ahead and grind this out to a point, and then uh, you know you have to capitalize on your opportunities. I thought down the stretch of the game we did that. We're able to go ahead and, and have a good team victory. All right, here's Joe Judge on the Daniel Jones Hall of Fame reception that he made yesterday. That trick play we had with the catch, I mean, look, we weren't really going for originality on that, but we thought it could be effective, and he made it work. You know, him and Pettis did that. Actually had a play in practice look basically identical to that with the way Dante threw it, and how he had to catch it. So it's amazing how practice execution becomes game reality. And here's Daniel Jones on his reception. Pretty unathletic route getting out there, so he... He put it out there for me and tried to pull it in. Good play and a good design, something we'd worked on all week, and good throw by Dante. Listen, you, you applaud the execution, and he did reach up with one hand and tip it to himself. You give him all the credit, but you know what's lost in this, Gordon, is, yeah, they made some plays, but it's really field goal kicking, right? Uh, field goals, 53 and 44 yards in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, you have the 19-yard Deontay Booker touchdown run, but as you mentioned, the Giants weren't exactly lighting up the scoreboard either for the first half and into the third quarter. They really didn't get started till after that opening drive in the third quarter. Well, look, it was certainly more uh, pleasing to the eye than the Jet game, which was going on at the same time. But that doesn't mean it was either. It was good either, um, mm-hmm. you know. And and we've kind of pointed out about Carolina. You know, they started out three and zero, and people are all oh, Sam Darnold, see Sam Darnold, this Sam Darnold, that. And at the time, we were both kind of saying, you know, well, it's, it's partly the schedule, right? When you play yeah. um, the teams that they played the first couple of weeks, you know, it was not uh, – and, and it's gone downhill since then. So um, I, I don't, I'm not going to get all worked up about the Giants at this point. I think we kind of know what the Giants are. It would be nice if they could get a little bit healthier mm-hmm. uh, and at least see what you have in place moving forward because, you know, it's weird. I do feel like the Giants are a more talented team than they've than they've played up until this especially point. offensively yeah especially offensively yeah they just can't but get the people on the field that's the problem that's the problem and the offensive line is still you know still a mess um so to me that game i guess it was partly about the giants but i think it was a lot about the the carolina panthers because no they, they seem to be a, a complete mess right now absolutely they don't know what's happening offensively and you know, listen, I mean, Daniel Jones, 23 of 33 for 203 yards in the touchdown, seven carries for 29 yards, a catch for 16. But, 
you know, Gordon, when, when you look at him and, and you look at the numbers, I mean, 33 times 203 yards, they should be throwing the ball. They still don't throw the ball down the field. Yeah, I mean, I, I take, I, you know, I, I didn't really blame him for the performance against the Rams so much because he was just working with yes. absolutely nothing. So I'm not going to really blame, you know, I'm not going to look at these numbers and say that they're not good enough because of the same kind of situation, right? It looked like Sterling Shepard was going to play, and then you get the word before the game that he's going to be out as well. So, look, to me, Outside of the Ram performance, if Daniel Jones continues to perform like he has performed so far this year, Daniel Jones is the Giants franchise quarterback. He will be here week one next year, and you will be moving forward with him even after the draft. You have two first-round picks and all that type of stuff. So um, I've been, you know, you got to give him credit because he was able to go out there and get a win against a bad team. Um, but, uh, you know, while I have some optimism about Daniel Jones and his future, that does not translate to the Giants for me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. They have a lot more work to do, and they and they've got to shore up defensively. I mean, they had a great game yesterday, but you know what did they do? Ultimately, they they told Sam Darnold pass to beat us. That's what they did, right? And you couldn't do it. I mean, sixteen to twenty five, one hundred eleven yards, Gordon, an average of four point four oh per God. pass. I mean, he, I mean he, you got to be kidding me. He looked like a guy. I mean, some of the passes, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I look, I understand that they don't have Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Christian McCaffrey is not the difference between that and good. I mean, that's not the, like he's not such as I mean, he's not Barry Sanders where all of a sudden you put him in the lineup and then all of a sudden it's it goes from that yesterday mm-hmm. to a, an acceptable offense. So, you know, um, for the Panthers, I think they have a lot of questions to answer. And I'm wondering by the time we get to a week from tomorrow. Uh, where Deshaun Watson, if he if he winds up anywhere, who knows? Maybe he doesn't wind up anywhere. But yeah. I would think that Carolina. I know that they've subtracted some draft capital by trading for Sam. Mm-hmm. The, the worst thing that they can do is say, "Well, we've we've traded these picks, so we've got to make it work." It's not working. No. And at some point, you got to say it's on Sam, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I try to be as consistent as possible, Gordon, and, and you look at what's around him. Listen, he can't control that. McCaffrey's not there. He can't control that. But it's the things he can't control, and he's still making the same mistakes. A, a, a key interception while they were moving the ball, one of the rare times they were moving the ball on the drive, and he hit, I think it was Bradbury, right between the numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and his receiver wasn't even there. I mean, there was two Giants there. And it, it's the same thing. These are the things that, you know, you can control. Okay, if the receiver falls down, Gordon, that's one thing. You can't control that. But I'm saying even if the receiver fell down, he was double covered. There's two guys in the area. That can't be the place where you're throwing. you got to be throwing somewhere else where there's single coverage. Yeah, especially – and that was a tight game for a long period of yes. time. They could have done things, and uh, they were not really able to get anything going offensively. And, you know, last year, Robbie Anderson had this breakout year, he 100 did. catches. You're looking, you're saying, wow, what a what a difference a change of scenery makes. And then all of a sudden, he gets back with his old compatriot <laughs> with, the, with the Jets, and it looks a lot like the same thing that it was before. You know, yeah. the guy who really has a complaint might be Teddy Bridgewater saying, wait a sec, I, I could do this. You guys had to move on from me, and you thought that this was an upgrade? This is not an upgrade. No, it isn't. It really isn't. It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Damer and Hardesty until midnight. We get to the pause in a second. So, Gordon, I was listening to um, one of my colleagues on the air here. And uh, Saturday afternoon, and they were talking about Nick Haters. Nick verified Nick Haters. Yes, verified yes. Nick Haters. Yes, and, and they're out um, there, Larry. Yes, I know. 
and you broke it down. Obviously, I was listening to Gordon say that. And, and I'm like, wait a second. Somebody was stealing my bit. <laughs> no, no. And and I thought about you last night because I could just hear the verified Nick haters last oh, night. Oh, my God. You beat them by 30 it. in Orlando. Oh, verified yeah. Nick's hater. And you oh, have a big there. lead at home. And then you can't close the deal. The same old Nick's. I, I just heard. I, I thought about you. Your voice was in my head. It's unbelievable. Here's what I'll say about that game last night, Gordon. It's very simple. Yes, we know you can score. You still have to play defense in key moments. You still do. That's your calling card. Don't leave your identity. You can't leave your identity because when the jump shots don't fall, like they did in the fourth quarter last night, you got to be able to get some stops. And they couldn't do it. Well, I will say this. It was a terrible loss. Uh, it's an inexcusable loss. You can't be losing like games like that to the Magic, especially not at home, uh, not after the way you won the first two games. Uh, if the Knicks were going to lose a game like that, doing it on a day where the Jets were as bad as they were, <laughs> so that most people might have, or at least some people might have missed it, that was about the best thing I could say about it. Because yeah, it was not it was not a good performance. It was um, you know once you won on opening night, you're looking at the schedule back to back, home and home against the Magic three and zero. Yes, uh, but uh, look. The, the, I think that that kind of feeds into now. It, no, look, I'm not excusing the loss. It's a bad mm -mm. loss. You can't be losing that game. Nope. But these things with the, with, you know, they are still an up and coming kind of team. They're still right. putting things together. There's still guys that are out. It's still early in the season. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it's not the type of thing you want to see, but you got to move on from it. It is a disappointing loss, though. It is disappointing, and for me, I really wanted them to win because I wanted to take away from the fact that I, I watched the Jets and Giants yesterday. Right. So I needed, <laughs> so I needed, I needed the victory somewhere, Gordon. Uh, you know, of course, like I'm watching, and Gordon, even the Red Zone Channel had blowouts yesterday. It wasn't a lot of good games in the National Football League. They were terrible games yesterday, um, and even the game tonight. That was a. I mean, it was a close game, but it was not an entertaining game. I mean, no, it, was it was a rough a watch. You know, they had a lot of teams on the bye. A lot of the featured teams this week were on the bye. So, yeah. and a lot of teams that had very, very high spreads, right? The, the Cardinals game was like 18. The Rams game against the Lions was a high spread. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, the only good game that you could say was good, there was action, there was plays in it, was the Dolphins and the Falcons game. Yeah. That one was back and forth. Didn't it turn was. out the way I wanted it, but at least it did have some action in it. There were not very many good games. The Chiefs got blown out. I mean, that was over early. What is the going Jets on game, with them? They're just not, I mean, they're just that not very good. Their defense is awful. Yeah, their defense is awful. Their and offensive the, line is not really all that good. No. And, you know, if you're not going to have those two things to rely on, especially the offensive line, and all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes looks somewhat human, right, yeah. for the first time in a while. Now, the test is next week. Yes. A week from tonight. Against the Giants, that is the test. Yes. If, if the yes. Chiefs still don't look right offensively, now they might still give up points because mm -hmm. they give up points to everybody, but if right. they can't seem to get some points scored against the Giants' defense, well, then you know that they're in real trouble. They're in real trouble. <laughs> yeah, they might be in real trouble anyway. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think that that's – But, that, but they're know. in really real trouble. <laughs> it's funny. I, I saw a bunch of, you know, uh, tweets today or columns today or, you know, just talking heads saying, you know, the Chiefs might be in real trouble. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for telling me that now. Yeah. You should have told me that before Sunday if you knew that. Yeah, obviously they're in a bit of trouble right now, um, but they can still kind of turn things around. They're playing in a tough division. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, the fact that they get to go up against the Giants next week – 
you would like to think that that will fix whatever's wrong with uh, Patrick Mahomes, and he is already out of the concussion protocol, so he will. Yeah. Boy, amazing how those, you know, these, these stringent rules and all, less than 24 hours, these yeah. concussions, I thought they were a big serious thing, but if you, can, if you can recover in basically 12 hours, I mean, I guess it must not be that bad. He already cleared it. Amazing. Thank goodness! Thank goodness! It was done by an independent doctor. Otherwise, he might have put him back in the game. Hey, what day is it? Refrigerators. You're good. You're fine. You're good, Go right yeah, back out no, there. Sure. Yeah, there's one right there. He knew yep. it. He passed yeah. it on the way out. Mm-hmm. Let's take some calls, Gordon. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Hi, Spike in St. Pete. Hey guys, glad you got around for a while tonight. I want to tell you first of all about the Nick game last night, the fourth quarter. You know how we break down film, Larry, yes. and we break it down last night. And the role of Scott Perry was taken over by Joe Douglas. That's how bad it was. I mean, you can't see. I help a couple of guys out because I have a pretty good opinion on basketball. I'm about fifty-seven percent, which is great. And uh, after the first quarter, because you can bet in game now, not down here, but a couple of buddies, and I text them both. I said, whatever the line is now, the Knicks, they may win the game, but they're not going to cover the spread. When they is this promo code Spike? Promo code Spike? Yeah, promo code Gordon. No. <laughs> but I tell them, I said, if they're coming up the court, chucking and ducking, uh, and they're getting happy feet, happy uh, hands shooting this three ball, and they decide not to play um, defense in the fourth quarter. I asked you today, Larry, and you answered me, 1 to 10, 10 being the worst. What did you rate practice today? 11. That's right. Because <laughs> he was right. screaming last Three night, so pro- I know what he did. Oh, and, and, and easily. Three-hour practice. Easily. And, and, and Cole Anthony, you know, oh. his mom was there. Listen, listen. They embarrassed them in their own building. So here's what we got with the Knicks, Gordon, and you'll appreciate this after all our calls. Of course, they getting 30 and losing, you know. Here's what I see. And I say, see this for all the loving Knicks fans, whether they're delusional or not. You won your big game. You're lucky to win it in the double overtime. Beautiful mm-hmm. game to watch. Lucky to win it. The second game, it was a mismatch, and they got full of themselves on the plane ride back. And they had the home crowd there, and they thought they could shoot 53-point shots. That's great when they're going in, but you can't negate, you know, covering uh, uh, the three-point shot. Uh, you know, I, I think Orlando played again tonight. I think I saw a back-to-back for them, and wow. if they did, they must have lost because, you know, that was yeah, just they an lost aberration. Yeah, they lost to Miami. 107-90 Miami. Okay. So they, and they had a fly back, right? So uh, it was either Miami or Orlando, so they had a fly back. Yeah. It was embarrassing, and tomorrow's the big test. And I got a buddy that's probably on the line now who's a Sixer fan, and I said, I'm going to bet him dinner when I get healthy oh. and get up there. If the, Knicks, if the Knicks win tomorrow, I'll buy him dinner, and if the Sixers win, I'll buy him dinner. So I can't lose that bet. Wow. What, what is that? What is that? Uh, heads I win, tails you lose? <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, in his favor because yeah. what he had to go through with Ben Simmons – and you can't say anything about that now. You're, you're in no man's land. You can't right. win. So you're hopefully the young man's okay. And whatever issues he has, I wish him Godspeed. But you can't comment on it now. And you, you know exactly what I mean. Let's yeah. see yeah. if uh, he's there. I don't know if he's there, if he's on leave or anything. But tomorrow night we'll see. And last question, and thanks for the time. I'm happy mm-hmm. to get you guys for a few minutes. Does Mitchell Robinson come out and guard him beat? And I'll listen on the stream. All right, uh, Spike, thanks for the phone call. You'd have to put him on him. I mean, you have to. Um, I, the concern would be that he might be in foul trouble early. Yeah, you might not see a lot of him. Yeah, that's the problem. 
that's going to be the issue. Uh, but you know, I, I think you got to put him out there because he's the guy. He's the guy that's going to hurt you down low. And the other, listen, Seth Curry was on fire in that game uh, last night. He was. I mean, I saw a couple of minutes of that game, Gordon. He was. I mean, he had like twenty in the first quarter from three. And once again, the Knicks are having an issue. Now, look, it's early. We know. We understand it's new personnel. They have to get chemistry. We got it. We understand everything. But you're starting to see some of the lackadaisical movements, like the closeout at three. They started to fall back into some of the things, Gordon, that they were having trouble with before they got really into Thibodeau's system. And so, you know, with the new players, once again, we understand it's early, but you'd like to see them, you know, kind of get back into the swing of things because, once again, their identity is defense. And, yeah, you still need to play some defense. You just do. Yeah. Um, well, look, uh, it is early on the year. There's been a lot of strange things happening. The Nets haven't looked very good. The Lakers have looked a little weird early on. So you're hoping that that's what it is. Um, you know, Kemba has not really had a great performance so far either. Eventually, you'd like to think that that's going to uh, to turn around. So uh, it's early on in the year. You'd like to put up a good performance against the Sixers. And at least, you know, if, if Heading into that game, at least, you mm-hmm. know that there's not going to be any lackadaisical right. reading the press clippings, no. taking it easy kind of thing. So maybe no. if it turns out that this gives you a little edge somehow going up against a better team, I guess you'll have to take it. I mean, the, the Knicks, you look at the stats from last night, they shot 37%. I mean, Randall was 8 of 24 uh, Fournier, 3 of 11. Barrett, 5 of 17. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned Kemba Walker. He only played 19 minutes. As a matter of fact, he had a lot of bench time in that fourth quarter when they were trying to come back. Uh, you know, he, uh, Thibodeau went with uh, uh, the guys, it, the bench guys a lot. Has there any been talk about when Noel might be um, kind of moving towards being healthy? Not that I've seen, and that's yeah. a concern. That's a concern because this knee has been an issue now. He didn't play in the preseason. He hasn't right. played in the regular season. Because I, I, I thought, and maybe it's my own fault for not doing more research, I thought it was the type of thing that was not really seen as a long-term thing. It was, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the, the first couple of games of the season he'd be out, but it wasn't going to be like he's going to miss a month or something like yeah. that. The fact that it doesn't seem like anything's moving in the right direction, it's got to be a little concerning. It's not good. It really isn't good. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Wow, tasty treat, my guys, in the evening. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. How you guys doing? We're good, Buddha. What's going on, man? All right, listen, man, um, before I get to these New York wets, I just want to say I want to appreciate you guys. I always appreciate you, but I want to thank you. You know, Gordon, you talk about how you bring people together. I know you're trying to be funny and everything like that, but, yeah, you guys actually do. Uh, over this weekend, I got to meet uh, Trey from Brooklyn, Crystal from Manhattan. We hung out. I, I connected with uh, Papa Lord Spike, you know, uh, offline and um if he thinks that he's going to treat me to dinner before i treat him to dinner he's got another thing coming you know so forget that but you guys this show is a very special show and it means a lot to us man i just want to you know put that up in the air and let you guys be appreciated well we appreciate um, that buddha and and i have photos so i know that you guys were together now buddha is yeah, joe so- douglas going to be invited to the dinner or are we gonna we're gonna sit See, and break here you go bread? bringing people together again <laughs> Listen, oh, your uncle here he goes you know what I mean? <laughs> Bringing people together like he always does. Yeah, oh, my, my God. If he brings me together with Joe Douglas, it might not be cute. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you something for real, man. I just, I'm at rock bottom, kid. You know, again, just like last year. Yeah. It only took six games. You know, yeah. he's a style is talking about he's going to run up and down the steps 54 times. I mean, that infuriated me earlier. 
Then I'm listening, you know, they're traded for Joe Flacco. I mean, if you don't know whatever a self-indictment is, I mean, that, 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 that's right there. That's a poster of it. You could have yeah. got him for nothing. You didn't have to trade him. You could have signed him yeah. in the beginning of the year. But it takes this kid that we all knew was frail and we all knew was inexperienced. They put the C on his chest before he ever threw a pass in the NFL. I have no idea football-wise what they're doing. But you know what? You know, it's like Joe Douglas, he's been good with trades. I'll give him that. He's been mm-hmm. good with trades, but he was a scout and a talent evaluator. So yeah. you can get a thousand picks you want. If you keep putting the people on the field that you put here, I mean, that means absolutely nothing. But you know what? You know, like for some sanity, for some personal clarity, for some Ben Simmons mental health therapy, I just had to sit back and look at the situation, and it became real simple to me what the problem is with the Jets, which we all knew it was in the first place. There are 32 owners in this NFL um, league, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a club of extremely rich guys. Mm-hmm. And we've all been in clubs, teams, whatever. In those, in those situations, there's usually five or six guys who are the alpha males, and then you have the rest of the guys that are just there. When they put this TV profit, I don't think people really understand what that means. They put that TV profit share in place. That means collectively... CBS, Fox, NBC, ESPN pays this amount for the games, and every one of the teams get a cut out of that. So, in turn, you have an ownership group that this is not even Joe Douglas' fault. I'm going to be real about it. I understand this. Bill Cowell openly, you know, advocated for, requested an interview. When they didn't interview him, that was business malpractice. But then also you look at Matt Rule. He came in, they did interview him, and he said, mm-hmm. I want to do this, that, and third. And they said, well, we want this. We want to give you these things in place. They are always going to sign a coordinator. We lucked out with Rex Ryan, but look at everybody else. Bowles, Gase, uh, Bruce, uh, what, what's, what's the guy's Man, name? Not, not before, Bruce before Coslett. No, no, Bruce Coslett was before um, Woody Johnson. Um, oh, Mangini, Perm. Okay. But with Mangini and Herm, they, you know, he was more engaged. He was trying to win. This guy's resigned himself to the fact that the Jets are going to be what they are. He's not engaged the way he used to be. I mean, Cesar Sal is a nice guy. Uh, LaFleur, I give him credit for that press conference because mm-hmm. he actually said something and told the truth of what it was. But these guys are all in over their heads. You got everybody learning at the same time. Zach Wilson, if I'm him and I'm his family, I'm requesting a trade. <laughs> you guys are going to get me. He, it took six games before he got hurt. Yeah. And people could say he was holding on to the ball all you want. There's nobody open, mm-hmm. but there's also nobody to train him because they're all learning at the same time. Right. And I'm not going to get overly excited about this anymore. I can't. I, I, you know, I got a family to take care of. I can't do this. <laughs> Buddha, you sound like, thanks for the phone call, my friend, in the kind words. You sound like my friend, uh, Gerald. Gerald called me today, Gordon, and he's just like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I, done. I, I can't take this anymore. I'm not, I can't be invested. They keep breaking my heart. I'm done. Yeah, I, look, I can't blame him. I, you know, I'm in a different team, but the same kind of situation. And it does feel like, you know, we, we blame the coaches. We blame the players. Very rarely do we blame ownership. And it just seems like there are certain owners in the NFL who have been owners in the NFL for a very long time, and they just never seemed to, to figure it out. Yeah. And, and the Jets were unwatchable, and now they lost their quarterback. 
Like yeah. the one thing that you're like, unless you're breaking down offensive and defensive line plays every single week, like a psychopath, the thing you, you know, if you're a casual jet fan or a big time jet fan, who just wants to see the team win, the thing you're looking for, the thing you were getting sold was hope and quarterback, the new quarterback. This is the guy that can make all the throws. He's, he's got traits of Patrick Mahomes and he's been terrible. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I'm not saying you're going to cut bait on him or anything like that, but he's been bad. He's been been. part of the problem. He has been. And here's the scary thing. Uh, Obviously, for them to go out and trade for Flacco, it's closer to four weeks than two, Gordon. Oh, absolutely. You nailed it. That's clear. That's clear. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. At least he gets to sit back. He gets to watch a quarterback that actually has played in the league as opposed to the one that was his backup who had never thrown a pass in the regular season game. So at least he gets somebody that he can watch, Gordon, and he can sit back and maybe this will – it's a bad injury. I'm not wishing the injury on him, but it could turn out to be something positive because he will watch an experienced quarterback run an offense, and it's going to be run differently. Even when Mike White came in, the first couple of passes he threw – he, he looked like he ran an offense before. Zach Wilson has looked like he has not run an offense before. That, and that might be the biggest indictment on the quarterback is that I didn't really – there certainly was no drop-off no. from Zach Wilson to, to Mike White. That's <laughs> bad. improvement. That's bad. <laughs> might have been and, a and, you know, for And for Jet fans to be sitting here – like last year was brutal for them. I know it, it was. was. It really was. And now if I had told you, hey, at some point this year – Joe Flacco is going to be starting games for you again. You'd be like, Gordon, you're a sadist. Why would you even say that? That's impossible. That would never happen. And here you are. And I got to be honest as well. As bad as the Jets were last year, and they were dreadful. They were, it it was baffling to watch every single week. Has there been any improvement? Where's the improvement? They were going from rock in the NFL. The easy thing to do is go from the worst of the worst to just kind of mediocre, mm-hmm. you know, to go from from two or three wins to six or seven wins. Yep. I, I don't see how the Jets are getting any more than three wins this year. Maybe four. I mean, they do have a bad schedule. They have a lot of bad teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any team in the NFL so far this year that has looked as bad as the Jets. Like the Lions – the Lions, at least they fight, right? Like they've had yeah. some really bad breaks. They lose on a 55-yard field goal. The Texans, as bad as they are on the road, they've had some games at home where they're, you know, they're, they, they certainly played the Patriots closer than you did, and you had two chances at it. I mean, it's just, it's as bad as it's uh, Like the Jets have not been in a Super Bowl in a very long time, and it feels mm-hmm. like they've never been further away. It, it makes you wonder how they beat Tennessee. It really, I mean, it is crazy, right? It is crazy how they won that game. You see what Tennessee game. did yesterday to, right. to Kansas City, right? Right. Ever since, like, they, they the last that? two weeks, they beat the Bills and the Chiefs. You know, they, they go out and crush the Chiefs. It's yeah. amazing. It is. It's the NFL, my friend. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.